0: This episode of In the Field with Gould Water Technology, a show on the Xylem Solving Water podcast about residential water trends and technology, was recorded live at Groundwater Week 2019 in Las Vegas. Find Solving Water wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy the show
1: and welcome to In the Field with Gould's Technology, a podcast series on solving water, a Xylem podcast. My name is Amanda Holloway and I'm here with my co-host Griffin and we're joined today by Jill Boudreaux and Susan O'Grady from Xylem. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having us. So before we get into our topic of discussion today, which is going to be about water pressure issues in, in the U.S., just wanted to get some background from you, Jill, if you could just tell us a little bit about your time with the company here.
0: Sure. My name is Jill Boudreaux. I am the product line manager for the residential water group of Xylem AWS. I've been with the company for approximately 30 years. I um, just started my 30th year. Congrats. I started when I was 12. But <laughs> I have been in um, many functions of the company. I started in field service and customer service, um, product management for residential water as well as wastewater. Um, So I've been around a little bit and um, I've settled recently with the clean water side of the business and that's what I'm here to talk about. Fantastic. Well,
1: can you start by giving our listeners an overview of some of the water pressure issues in
0: the U.S.? Sure. Um, So some of the issues that um, we experience um, as homeowners can be experienced um, in different ways, whether that be from a municipal water source, which is public water, um, which many of us have. um, But there's also issues from well water. Some of the issues in uh, municipal water that you could have that I can't solve um, with a pump are things like your pipe is too small feeding your house. Um, and you may have too many fixtures or fixtures that are too large. Some of the other issues that are fixable, uh, things like um, being too far away from the main water plant where the pressure actually is developed. Um, Let's say you're too far away or at a different elevation, um, you could have lower pressure than other people on that same municipal water. Different uh, issue with well customers, Um, you could have a well pump that is perfectly suited to supply water and at a decent pressure, but that well only produces a few gallons a minute. In those instances, you may have to use a storage tank. Uh, A storage tank would carry the water in a larger quantity and then you would boost off of there. If you were not to use a storage tank like that, you would only be able to use as much water as the well produced. For instance, if you were running a washing machine, many instances with well water uh, you wouldn't be able to use any other water source at that time and how you would experience that in either situation whether it was from a municipality where uh, the water wasn't a high enough pressure and whether that pressure was from degraded pipes that may have corrosion in them, or the fact that it's too far away from the main source of the water. Um, You would notice it uh, maybe on a second floor taking a shower while you were also um, trying to wash the dishes in the dishwasher. So as the dishwasher was uh, pushing water out, it couldn't develop enough pressure for you to have a nice strong stream of water in the shower. Sure. And both situations um, are pretty similar where that if you open another faucet, sometimes opening another fixture, if it's bad enough, you won't get any water from the last fixture you open. It just can't develop enough pressure. Want to hear more about how we solve water? Check out the Bell and Gossip podcast in the Solving Water feed. Host Kyle Del Piano of Xylem talks with industry thought leaders about today's issues in commercial building systems, including DOE regulations, HVAC efficiency, hydronic systems, plumbing, education, and more. Stream episodes of the Bell and Gossip Podcast wherever you listen to Solving Water.
1: I feel like the the low pressure in the shower is a pretty classic example of water pressure issues, whether they're in a rural well system or, you know, on a muni-, muni line. So are there any other types of issues that could arise based
0: on low pressure? Yeah. So some of the things um, that we've heard about uh, that people have complained about is how long it takes to fill your washing machine, for instance. Uh, the, that length of time, I, I know um, uh, at different houses that I've owned myself, the same washer could take several minutes longer at one house versus another house. And I, I'm only noticing that now because I've recently moved into a house that has really pretty high pressure. Other situations um, that could happen, like I said, uh, I could be trying to water my lawn or put water in my pool, which is a pretty wide-open spigot, and I wouldn't be able to take a shower at the same time because not enough water would come out. Uh, some water might come out, but not enough to rinse your hair from. Having shampoo in it,
1: I've also heard. Um, I had actually a situation where somebody didn't. They were thought they needed a new dishwasher because it wasn't getting the dishes clean, and they happened to put our VFD in, and it it built enough water pressure yep. that the dishes and wine glasses got clean. So wow, it's pretty amazing, kind of what water pressure can do all around for the house. Yeah, well. and that's a great segue into my next question, which is, you know, what types of solutions are available? For homeowners with poor water pressure?
0: Yeah, so um, the solutions differ by how you, uh, what the source of the water is. So in a municipality, um, if you're being fed water into the house, it's called a flooded suction. That means that the, whatever you use to develop pressure doesn't have to pull water. And the type of pump that you would use there is a booster pump. Um, some of the booster pumps that we sell, whether it be as simple as a jet pump, with a tank and a pressure switch. And in those instances, when you use something like that, you would get a varying range of pressure, like let's say between 30 and 50 pounds of whatever additional um, pressure you didn't get from the municipality. The other more modern style would be something like, um, actually something like a booster pump that had a variable speed drive. Um, We're coming out with a new a new system called the ResiBoost that is going to actually be a pass-through drive. So you don't even have have to have a separate device to monitor what flow is going through and at what pressure. It passes through the drive, the drive detects it with a sensor, and it changes the speed of the motor in order to improve the pressure. Those are pretty high-tech. There's a lot of options out there. Our company makes several different styles uh, boosters. Uh, the Resi Boost is our newest style and most suited for a residential um, system like that. In in the same situation with well water, again, if you had a storage tank in the house, you could use the same style systems. Um, if you didn't have a storage tank in the house, you would have to add a storage tank in addition to the booster system.
1: So, how would you recommend, Jill, that that these homeowners get these products? Like, how how do they find this?
0: Yeah, um, so all these products have to be purchased through certified dealers. Um, We have a dealer association called uh, Gould's Pumps Dealer Association, and uh, these dealers are trained in putting in these systems. One of the things uh, that we always stress, it's great that people can buy their own do-it-yourself products, but in order to pick the right system so that you get the longest life, the proper flow rate, and the proper pressure as well as properly installed, it needs to be done by a certified dealer.
1: Great. Well, that's that's helpful. And so they can, you know, if they were interested, they could go to the Gold's Water Technology website and find, you know, based on their location where their
0: nearest dealer is? Correct. They can search the dealer by their zip code or their city and state. Fantastic.
1: So, I mean, typically I ask what's next for constant pressure technology, but you really have already touched on it with the ResiBoost. I mean.
0: Yeah, so um, that's what's next and coming very soon. Some of the things that I think that are have to happen in our industry, and I think that will probably happen, something to do with um, uh, monitoring your system um via Wi-Fi or um, some type of technology that smart house technology where you would actually be able to tell how much water you're using. Um, Maybe more conservative measures of monitoring like people are getting very um, conscious of how much water they're using especially in areas where they're not allowed to use a lot of water. Um, I don't come from one of those regions of the country but there are areas of the country that they don't want you to water your lawn because it's a, a waste of water. I, I see that coming into play with the booster that you could actually put it, integrate it into the system and to the drive.
1: Sure. That's interesting. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time and kind of walking us through these water pressure issues and, and how they can be solved, especially with the help of Gould's Water Technology. Thanks so much for being here, Jill and Susan. and. you. Uh, Have a great rest of your week. Thanks for having us.